Hey friends, you are listening to Renew here from the Joy Network with Rachel and Lee, and we are so glad that you are tuned in. Another week, another time with you on Renew. This is great. I love our time together. Yes, and we're all about being filled up. You know, sometimes we come in and we just feel like we need a little bit more pep in our step, and we're hoping that we'll find it here today. Well, you know what I want to start with, Rachel? I want to start by saying I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you. I really do. And I I mean it. I'm not just saying it because we're on air, but because sometimes no matter how um, hard things get or, you know, some of the downers we've had in the week, when we get together, you and I um, have come so far in our relationship, we can share and, you know, bring just encourage each other, live life together. And I I appreciate that. Listen, I appreciate you, Lee, too. And that means a lot, hearing those words. But I was just going to kind of speak into that for any of our listeners thinking, oh, it it does sound good. Like, it would be nice to do life together with someone. It is if you can find a friend that you can spend some time with every now and then. Because when life gets a little bit tough or a lot tough, sometimes having someone help kind of just shift your perspective a little Mm. bit um, can make all the difference for the better. Yes. And honestly, like Rachel and I didn't know each other from a hole in the wall when we Mm. first started. So relationships take time. They do. And it takes time to trust and be transparent and vulnerable to one another. And I think it's just a lovely thing when that happens. Right. I heard someone say one time that relationships, friendships are the best return on investment in life. Yes. And what that what that means is that every time you're investing in that relationship, it typically will pay back big time. Oh, absolutely. So and throughout all this time, like we we've been together for about four years now. And I think um, you know, we're still getting to know each other Mm -hmm. pretty much. So I'm just wondering, are you did you want to play a little this or that? Sure thing. Okay. This is a summer this or that. You ready? Yes. Okay, so board game night or frisbee golf? Board game night because I've never played frisbee golf. You've never played frisbee golf? I've never played (gasps) frisbee golf. Oh my goodness. If you haven't played frisbee golf, you know you can like make something up um, in your backyard. Oh, cool. Yeah, especially if you have trees. You just have to like mark trees. I have seen like the the discs at one of my one of my favorite stores in town, Sully's Athletics, I know that Mm. they had a bunch of different golf discs Mm -hmm. or what do you call it? Frisbee Frisbee disc golf. Frisbees. Frisbees, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So board board night for sure or cards, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So now we have hula hoop contest or water seed, watermelon seed spitting contest. Have you ever done watermelons? No. You know, I don't even You're know. You're choosing options that I've never done before, which makes my answer very easy. Not wow. the watermelon seed spitting contest. You've never done a watermelon seed spitting contest? No, have you? Yes, I have. But good luck finding a watermelon with seeds nowadays, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So another thing, um, let me see. Okay. Swimming in a pool or swimming in a beach? Oh... I'll say swimming in a pool because I oftentimes will get in beach water, but I don't necessarily swim like I do in a pool. Okay. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. fair. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Strapped sandals or flip flops? Strapped sandals. Why? I need a little bit more support. (laughs) Don't we all? 
Don't yeah. we all? Okay. The last thing, um, have a productive summer or spend all summer relaxing and carefree? I want to be carefree. <laughs> but reality but says. I feel, I feel more fulfilled when I've been productive. Okay. But I think we're going to speak more into that later okay. into the show. Sounds yes. great. Yes. So I hope you had a great week coming in. Mm-hmm. Did you? Well, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I keep thinking, you know, we're still in August mm-hmm. and I want to savor that. I want to stay in the moment. But you know what I'm wrestling with, right? Yes. September's coming. Like, yeah. And people keep talking about how fast the summer has gone. And it's kind of like, can we just hold on to summer? And then someone posted a photo online the other day and they had saw some colors of fall. And I'm like, I'm not no. ready for that. Can we just keep that off the Internet right now? Yeah. So do you know what I see on the internet? What? Back to school lists. Yeah. And uh, you know I what? I still haven't opened that email. <laughs> what about the bus stops and right. you know, piano lesson timetables and readily. I know. I know. So I I had to like go to the internet, go to the Google and type in like how to, you know, save our summer, how mm. to kind of hold on to summer. And I found nothing, but I found options to do in the summertime. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll share some of these with our listeners because I think the issue is the weather has not been in our favor all summer long. And so I think that we've missed out on opportunities to do things, Mm. right? So, I mean, chances are it's the weekend if you're listening to this, or maybe it is, um, you know, a daytime, weeknight, something, but hopefully you will have time left in your summer where you can enjoy something fun. So here's something, do a declutter challenge. I just, we just talked about being productive. Okay. I want to be productive. Okay. So a declutter challenge might be something you want to do. Um, oh, thank you. There's something wonky with our ears right now yes with what we're hearing but um okay hang a hammock or climb a tree i'm not up to climbing a tree but i'm up to hanging a hammock and reading a book um do like do some popsicles or ice cream you know go on a tour of your city i Mm. feel like there's haunted hikes still happening and that would be really fun to do in fredericton you know um one of the highlights that my little kids said to me is that I just took them downtown to walk mm-hmm. because we live in the country. Pack a picnic. Yeah, we we live in the country. They don't really get to town much yeah. because they're in school and all this yeah. stuff, but they just love walking downtown, just seeing yeah. the shops and the trails and, and all that. if you want to actively do something, maybe do a photography, like a yeah. photo scavenger hunt. Exactly. Um, so it's the simple thing. Host a movie night. That's something we actually have... Um, a projector and we have oh. not done one of those this summer mm. i feel like we've also not had um a campfire so mm. yeah maybe that's just around the corner in september maybe mm-hmm. so these are it's just some never options. too late for those yes yeah because we're still getting some good weather don't yep. worry school has not started yet because squeeze something in yeah that's right and i would just say spend some time with someone that you really like Mm-hmm. Be intentional about it. Or be intentional on trying to get together with somebody that you have not gotten together with in a long time. So there's some ideas. That sounds so good. So Rachel, speaking of missed opportunities, you know how we're saying that the summer's gone by so fast and we might have missed some opportunities to do stuff. Right. I was actually thinking a bit about it because I was reading a verse in the Bible, and this is from Ecclesiastes 11.4. And... Um, 
It's a common English Bible, I think it is. Okay. Those who watch the wind blow will never sow, and those who observe the clouds will never reap. And that might be a lot to think of because when you're first hearing that, you're like, what? Yeah, what's the verse again? I want to bring it's, it up okay, in mind. Ecclesiastes 11.4. Okay. Okay, so again, those who watch the wind blow will never sow, and those who observe the clouds will never reap. And what that's saying is missed opportunities. If you are waiting for the wind to blow, yeah, you're, you're not going to sow anything. And if you're waiting... Or, if if you're just observing the clouds and not doing anything, you won't reap your rewards, right? Right. So basically, this is saying if you're not taking your opportunities to do things now, if you're waiting for the perfect time, for the right conditions to do something, you might miss your opportunities. Yes. So have you ever, and, and these are wise words of Solomon. I mean, he, he wrote these in Ecclesiastes. And at, at the time, um, people didn't have a way to predict the weather like we do. With technology. Mm-hmm. So when you want to know if this weekend it has good weather, what do you do? I ask Google. <laughs> yeah. I do. I did it this morning. Yeah. I go to the weather network. Yeah. And I look at the next 14 days to see mm-hmm. what's coming up, right? Right. Well, back then the farmers had no way of doing that. And basically you have the small window of opportunity to plant your crops. If you plant it a week late, that could mean like an abundant crop or barely enough. So basically it's saying that if a farmer waits and waits and waits for a great opportunity or the right weather to plant their crop, they might miss that window of opportunity for um, your crops to, to ripen for you to get enough. So basically what it's telling you is just do it and have faith that God will see it through. We'll see it through. That's yeah. right. And you can only do what you can do as long as you do everything to your power and have hard work in it. Mm-hmm. You just have to have that faith that the rain will come, that the sun right. will come, and that the crops will grow because that's all you can do. So it's, it was a great reminder of using those words in there mm-hmm. to you know remind those farm like people back then would have known about farming and and just to illustrate that. So Rachel, have you ever waited for something to have like the best opportunity before you did anything? Like for example, I can tell you. Sometimes it's like when we first got married, we had no money. Some days we, could, we couldn't even pay the power bill. And so we're thinking, well, when are we going to have kids? Right. Is there a perfect time to have kids? There is not. So There is not. Like, I mean, there's ideal times. Yes. But oftentimes the ideal times don't necessarily work on our timing, right? Yes, yes. So for me, it's like, do we wait till we buy a house before we have kids? Do we wait till we pay off the student loans before we have kids? If we ever waited for us to have enough money to to have kids, I don't think we would ever be in that position. (laughs) But that's the thing. If you wait for that, you're going to miss that opportunity of that um, enjoyment. And I can tell you, I have two kind of two sets of kids, one older and one younger. And I can tell you the older kids I had when I was a lot younger and I had a lot more time to spend with them, a lot more energy. And now the two younger ones I had later in life, honestly, I'm, I'm too old for this. <laughs> I really am. And it's just, um, and, and those I didn't wait for, you know, the perfect conditions, but mm-hmm. it's just, and, and they came when they came because God right. had a plan. Right. But I can honestly say, I'm glad I had the, the older two when I was younger, 
Right. You know, it's really different. You, If you wait for the perfect condition, you're just going to miss out on something good. Right. Yeah. I think not that I'm a surfer, but when you just said, if you wait for the perfect condition, I feel like um, last year, and maybe it's on my mind because we're actually heading to the island soon. Mm. My son has a skimboard and sometimes you're looking for the perfect little ripple of wave to come in to grab it. And it's kind of like, oh, just just go, just try with what's coming in because you might be waiting all day and then you might see what actually comes and you're like, oh, I missed it, I missed it. Yeah, exactly. Some Sometimes, I think time is really precious that we can't turn back time. If we've missed something, mm-hmm. you know, looking back, your sight is 2020 vision, but you can never predict the future. So right. you can only do what you can. It's just like you can never predict the weather. So you just got to plan and hope for the best. I just have to say, I brought up Ecclesiastes 11. And at first I was reading it with the New English translation Mm -hmm. or NET, whatever that stands for. Um, But then I brought up the message and it's so neat when you can compare Mm -hmm. the different translations because I'm reading this now in the message version and it sounds a little bit different Um, maybe even a little bit um, more comprehensible for me. So this is verse three and four. It says, when the clouds are full of water, it rains. When the wind blows down a tree, it lies where it falls. Don't sit there watching the wind. Do your own work. Don't stare at the clouds. Get on with your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because if you go down, it, it talks about, you know, that we should work. Do yes. the work, right? Go to work in the morning. Um, but then in just a few verses later, it's talking about how we really should enjoy life. And so I think there's that. Um, there's almost this tension as we go about life. I know you've heard the term work-life balance. Mm. And I think that's something that a lot of us struggle to find, like what is right for us because we need to work, right? But you don't want to live to work. You want to enjoy the fruits of your labor and enjoy. And when I say enjoy the fruits of your labor, like maybe not even the financial part of it, right? Um, But it could be your family, you know, that you've built, your home that you've built. Maybe you don't want to run the world, like run the roads because you have this serene place at home that you intentionally worked away at and it's a place you want to be. So talking about like missed opportunities or waiting for the perfect conditions, um, if nothing is done till all the difficulties are removed, mm-hmm. no good thing will ever be done. If you're waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect, because there is no perfect condition. There's always a variable. There's always different circumstances. So we can't wait for the perfect condition before anything is done. So and like we had mentioned before, you can't predict the future and we don't know how today's variables will impact us tomorrow. Right. You know, if... <laughs> If we were mind readers, if we had like, things would be so simple. But at least I think it would, but well, I have you know, a feeling it wouldn't. Maybe not. <laughs> but choices are being made. And when you think each choice that is being made, it puts you on a different trajectory. So that's mm-hmm. why you can't predict what the variables are going to do. Just because I'm ready for something and I'm ready to go, somebody else who I'm depending on may not be. Right. You know, so... <clears throat> In this, um, 
so these wise words are from Solomon and Solomon urges us to not put off planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Okay. He makes the point that God is always working and because we can't understand God's ways, we should take risks and then work hard to achieve positive outcomes. Yes. So everything you decide is really a risk at, at some point or another, right? Yeah. Actually, if I continue reading in the message version, it says, go to work in the morning and stick to it until evening without watching the clock. I can't even get through an exercise class without watching the clock. You never know from moment to moment how your work will turn out in the end. Right. But, you know, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just like Nike says. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. So it's important to consider all of the facts when we make decisions. We we need to plan ahead, Mm -hmm. counting the cost of completing, um, you know, what we start. But the Ecclesiastes passage just offers the perspective that we can't allow over planning to get in the way of starting something good. You can plan, you can plan, and I can tell you I'm a planner. Mm -hmm. And if there is something that throws me off my plan, I get all anxious and I get all crazy and stuff. But I've learned now, you just got to go with the flow. Right. You can plan all you want, but there's something that's going to happen. So, yeah, that's uh, basically what this is This is saying. It's just to encourage us to remember, to have faith that God will provide what we need, even if we don't see it coming. If we wait too long, we might miss the opportunity of a lifetime. But when we work hard with faith at what we have been called to do, we will reap the rewards. Mm. So I know there are some things in my past, and I don't know if, if you look back to your past, what kind of missed opportunities were there that you had had? Like, I wish I had said this to this person, or I wish I had volunteered for this before that person volunteered for it. Right. Or I wish I had joined this group of people doing this because now I can't go. Or have you ever been to something or wanted to go to something that was sold out? Yes. You know, yes. and you were just talking to me about the Harvest Women's Conference. Yeah, that's yeah. coming up this fall. And it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't want to gloat, but we are going. But the thing is, like you said, it's sold out. It's sold and out. so that means there's going to be someone out there that's disappointed because they're missing out. But I mean, it's what it is. There's so many things in life where the options are limited, right? Yeah. You can't have everything and you got a plan. And sometimes if you don't, it's gone. Right. But can we just take a minute and agree that God knows best and there might be something really good for the person who might be disappointed right now? Yes. Something better than what they thought? Like we said, God can turn something bad into something good just because you did miss out on the opportunity. Um just have faith that something else will come up. It's just like my my son. Okay, so he's a procrastinator. <laughs> really? He's a procrastinator. And he, last year, he took forever to register for his winter courses. Okay. And we were like, if you don't register, you're not going to get in. You know, all these classes will fill up. And he just didn't take her word for it. And that was right. that. And so what happened? He went to register his courses and he was on a wait list and he needed that course and he was on a wait list and it, and it just didn't jive with his other courses and stuff. So he missed the opportunity. Okay. You can't wait for the perfect moment for you to like get this mark or for you to have whatever your excuses are. Cause really they're excuses. Right. So just do it. Right. Just what you were saying. 
So yeah, yeah that that's a, a lesson I think is learned growing up. I suppose getting getting experience and doing that, missing those opportunities, and thinking next time I'm just not just like last year. I wanted to go to the harvest conference as well. Mm-hmm. But when you and I talked about it, you had already booked your ticket and you're like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry it's sold out. It was sold out back then, too, yeah. like when we chatted yeah, about so it. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, man, really? So this year when you're telling me, and Lisa Whittle's going to be there, I'm like, oh, my goodness, next day, yeah. next day, I booked my ticket. I'm like, I am not missing this this time. So it's, sometimes it's like a learning experience. If, if you get uh, shafted once, then... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ahead. Yeah, you don't want to do it again. So, anyways, that's my advice for you. Mm-hmm. I came across some words that I thought go so well with what we were just talking about. It mm. says, "So means to scatter seed upon the earth." For growth and to set something in motion, such as beginning a project. The verse is an encouragement to have a strong work ethic. Keep planting, be diligent, put effort into your relationships. You don't know what exactly is going to pay off, but there is principle at work, right? Mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. That's right. That's what we always hear. And if you don't sow anything, well then, what do you think that means? Nothing probably not going to reap much. Yes. But this is what I wanted to dive into. Uh, we face a modern temptation that a lot of people haven't faced before. What's that? It's easier to scroll than it is to sew. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. easier to sit down than to start something. Mm-hmm. And it's easier, it's way easier to watch Netflix than to wait for a harvest. Mm. Right? Yes constantly like picking up my phone and this really spoke to me because I have such a bad habit of doing it and I feel like almost every week or every month at some point every year I say I'm going to do better at this and this and this but the same struggles keep creeping up right I struggle with that too I struggle with my phone I know I have a problem I'm going to say hello (laughs) my name is Lee and I have a problem with my phone (laughs) well devices can become like the idols that we learn about in Psalms chapter 115 verses four and five say their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths, but cannot speak eyes, but cannot see the connections we make social media, texting and email. They can be positive. And I was thinking a lot about that today. There's so much positivity in being social online. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this for years though. It can trip us up. And I find like there's some people that are totally getting off of social media and they say they're feeling so good about their life. But then just today, some good things happened to me that and connections wouldn't have been made without the online presence. So I don't know. Again, we're wrestling back and forth. There's always this tension with it. I think with anything, there's always a balance and you have to make sure that you're within that Mm-hmm. balance right so i mean social media isn't all bad but you just right. got to be careful yeah because i feel like now i mean i'm not an introvert but i feel like getting together with someone in person for coffee or for a treat or for a walk is so much better than like just chit-chatting back and forth online so maybe if you know if we're picking up our phone constantly Maybe let's be a little bit more aware of, okay, I picked up my phone. What am I going to do with that? Like, uh, let's not scroll. 
Let's do our best not to. Let's make this intentional. What can I do? Can Oh, can I... Can I pray for that person? Send a little prayer their, their way. Can I say hi to that person? Oh, you know what I mean? Or can I open up my Bible app? You know, read the verse of the day. Oh, dive a little deeper. Do a devotional. You know what um, kind of reminded me a little bit of how I know I'm texting or scrolling too much mm-hmm. is when I'm scared to call somebody. Mm-hmm. That's what your phone is for. <laughs> Yes, you know? girlfriend. And honestly, a lot of people, especially in the younger generation, they're like, I don't want to call them. I just want to text them. Right. But to me, I'm starting to get like that. Yeah. If, if my kids need an RSVP for a birthday party, it's like, is this the cell phone? Can I text them? Because I don't want to call them. Like, we are to that point where this is happening and I need to, I need to fix that. Yeah. Because you can't replace a relationship with texting. When we started the show, I had no idea that we were going to go down this path and talk about social media and it, like, listen, I'm I'm preaching to myself here. I, I'm totally. But I came yeah. across this whole little devotional on Proverbs 31 Ministries, and there's a prayer at the bottom, and I'm going to just pray it over all mm. of us, okay, guys? Lord Jesus, help me to be aware of what I'm constantly picking up. Are there digital habits that I need to break? Am I using my time wisely? I need your help, Lord, to fill my mind with what is true, lovely, and good. Guide me today and every day in your grace and help me plant good seeds in my home, in my workplace, in all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, for me, um, I, I have to confess. I have to confess something. You know what I need to work on? I don't know. And I, I tell would my, say your device. Yeah, I tell my kids that. We tell our kids Setting this. Setting better boundaries. No phones at the table. Mm-hmm. But guess what? My phone's at the table. But you know what? I mean, not to downplay that. Like that, that is definitely something you need to work at. But if you guys are together at a table, it's pretty good in today's society. It, it really is. Yeah. But, so pat yourself on the back for that. <laughs> but the thing is, are you present at the table with everybody. And that's what I mean by having the phone there because it's dinging. I'm having all these messages. It's like, oh, somebody else is ordering. Oh, oh, look, somebody else is ordering. But no, this is family time. We are gathering for a specific reason because with the kids at the ages that they're at, they're here, there, and everywhere, that our time should be precious together. And here I am with my phone still at the table. Mm -hmm. And I've been called out several times for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I still got to fix it. I know better. I know better. Let's do better. I feel like the bulk of our conversation has been back and forth with like, work real hard, you know, do the right thing, be aware of your habits. Um, But I feel like I want to talk a little bit about rest, especially where we started the show talking a little bit about how summer is kind of on the tail end and so I brought up a devotional that I actually had during the season of Lent from the Bible app and it's gonna talk to us about the spiritual habit of stillness imagine you're standing on a hill by yourself a stream trickles by you while birds chirp happily above you the sun beats down on your face while a gentle breeze blows by Everything looks calm and quiet. It does not sound like my life. (laughs) But your mind is racing through a list of tasks you've left undone, problems you can't solve, and brokenness you can't fix. Oh, that's all. Yeah, there. There it is. That's relatable. All that stuff. (laughs) Although you're in a tranquil place, the sound of your own thoughts 
is keeping you from enjoying what's happening around you. How many times has that happened? Yeah. You're, I, you're there, but like you're not there. Yes. Because there's many times that I've been intentional about being still and being quiet, but those thoughts start racing, right? What would it take for you to pause, silence the noise, and be still? Do you even have an answer to that? Well, I was just bringing back a memory that I had because we recently had our work party at mm-hmm. work. And I was just waiting for the game to end. I wasn't playing in the game. And I was waiting for the game to end, chit-chatting with some people. And I actually wasn't doing anything. And it was the first time all summer that I actually sat and not did anything. And here I am thinking to myself, I'm really bored. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fall asleep. I'm so tired. So after thinking like that, I was like, my goodness, I don't know how to be still. Right. Because my mind has been go, 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 go. And it's not a practice. It's not a habit that you've developed. But even with that opportunity, I didn't know what to do with it. Right. Right? Because it's not a habit that you've developed or something you've practiced. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a problem there. Yes. Through stillness, we can learn a lot of things. We learn to pay attention to what God is doing in us and around us, right? Mm-hmm. But stillness is both active and passive. I like that. It involves allowing God to refocus our vision and tune our ears to his voice while we give him the noise inside of us. I like that. I hope he really takes it and I can be free of it. Mm. (laughs) It requires surrendering our worries, our concerns, our cares, our problems to him while allowing for God to refocus our hearts. Mm -hmm. As we practice this spiritual habit, we become more equipped to give God glory for his power at work in our lives because we start to notice what God has already been doing in our lives and what is starting to pan out. You know how I I fixed um, what I was (laughs) going through at at the summer party at work by just being still but not knowing what to do? Mm -hmm. I sat under a tree Mm. and I read the Bible. So that, and it it just so happened, like I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I was getting tired. I'm like, okay, I got to get up. I got to do something. Yeah, (laughs) Do something, right? Well, in doing something, I sat in the stillness of God and preparing for our uh, our radio show. That's what I did. That's awesome. It was great. So I actually want to speak. You said, you know, I sat under a tree and I read the Bible and that sounds so like Christianese. Okay. That's what (laughs) we're going to talk about. Um, But it reminded me, I had a friend reach out to me and she sent me this cute uh, Facebook message about how, oh my gosh, Rachel, the other day I was reading this book and it was actually about, I don't know, it was, it was definitely, what do you call those books when it's like for sure not real, like science fiction Uh, kind of thing? Is that what you call it? No, no, it's not. Fantasy. Sorry. Listen, as much as I read, you can tell fantasy is not (laughs) what I read. So it was this fantasy book that she was reading. And then she she was like, it just reminded me so much of how God does this, this, and this. And it really did. And it brought her back to a story in the Bible. um, And she was so on point. It was so in line and just such a similar story and so when you hear us talk about being still and practicing you know being quiet and making that a habit 
we're not saying that you've got to do A, B, and C to make yeah. this work, right? Like if if being quiet and taking time to be still and calm the chaos in your life is hanging a hammock and reading a book, please don't feel guilt or shame that it's not the Bible. Like enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> I just yes. I just felt like I needed to say that because I know that our, our goal is to use scripture and God's word and God's presence to fill us up, you know. Well, let me tell you, I, I don't always sit down and read the Bible. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just so happened at that time, I needed to prepare for um, our radio show. Right. And there was a tree and it was shady. And I sat down and I just opened it up and I'm just It was a delight, them. wasn't it? It was I just. I can tell it was. It was just those things that just fell into place. And that was the most beautiful part of it, so. Well, we've chatted about a lot of things, and I just wanted to share this first. I I love reading from the message version, so talking a little bit about, what, the spiritual habit of silence? Yes. And just kind of calming down and stillness. Stillness is what it is, a spiritual habit of stillness. So this verse comes from Exodus 14, verse 14. I love it. It says, God will fight the battle for you. I feel like I've seen that on a lot of signs. Mm, Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. Yeah, guess what I haven't seen on the signs? What's that? The rest of it. It says, and you, you keep your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a good reminder. (laughs) Yeah, just, I just be still yeah. and watch the thing play out, right? Yes. So I I would love to step up on this challenge and and follow through with it, but just friends, get away with God for just whatever. If it's 20 minutes, a half hour, maybe it's a whole hour, an afternoon and just practice giving God whatever concerns come to your mind, mm-hmm. right? And it's okay if you have to do this repeatedly. Because we, we know it's not like a one and done thing. Just Good to form habits. Yeah, yeah. Use this time to silence the noise inside you and get into the habit of making space to hear God's voice. I also wanted to share before we finish our time together, so many of you reached out to me um, the other week when I shared a daily blessing from Susie Larson's blog. And so I brought up another one this week and I thought that it goes really well with just being still in his presence Mm -hmm. and I'm going to just speak this over your lives today it says may you become holy and beautifully devoted to Jesus because he's holy and beautifully devoted to you may he redeem you in ways you never knew you needed and restore you in ways you never dreamed possible May his provision eclipse your expectations beyond your wildest dreams. May his love forever change how you live, how you pray, and how you give of yourself to others. May you divinely discern the difference between holy conviction and unholy condemnation. Friends, I'm going to just stop there and say, stop being hard on yourselves, Mm. okay? May you walk wisely without walking in fear. May you discerningly guard your heart without walling it off and shutting it down. May you learn to live freely, sensibly, and faithfully with each new day. May you perceive the enemy's attempts to bait you into sin, fear, and captivity and shut him down at every turn. You are a royal ambassador of the Most High God. May holy confidence and humble dependence mark your life in every way and may God's richest blessings be yours today. 
What hopeful words mm. and so encouraging. Speaking of which there, Rachel, I just wanted to ask you, uh, what are you looking forward to in the coming week or weeks? Oh my goodness. I'm looking forward to the fact, like I know some of you who are listening to this now, you're listening on the podcast app, but I'm looking forward to the fact that this is a new avenue that we can reach people and are so we have so many faithful listeners who mm-hmm. have carried us through the years and you have encouraged us and so I'm just so excited that we're kind of going down this path that you're going to be able to share these talks and these conversations with friends at any given moment you know if someone's working the night shift and they've got a break or they're driving they're going to be able to pull us up on a podcast app so I'm look. Sorry, I'm looking forward to that. Exciting times are coming with that. I mean, we're we're diving into a new realm mm-hmm. and it's just really exciting of all these people that we can reach with encouraging words and hopefully mm-hmm. putting a smile on someone's face as we're speaking and God's talking word. Talking about smiling on your face. Is there anything that you are looking forward to in the next few days that you feel like it's going to leave you smiling well, big it's, time. Well, it's actually not in the next few days necessarily, but in um, middle of September, our church is doing a great big community revival. So we're going to have these tent meetings out in the open for people to come. And so my family is actually involved in the worship team there. Okay. So we are going to be singing and praising God and hoping that you will come out and sing your praises to the Lord as well. So if you are um, looking for something to do in the beautiful fall weather that we have, just join us on September 15th to the 22nd, I believe it is, every night. We're going to have a revival in the community. We want to revive the hearts in the community. And I am looking forward so much to help plan the music that's going in there. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be some exciting times. And there's so much good music these days. Yes. I feel like every time I turn on the radio, I call it the radio, whatever. I can even listen to it on my Google. Um, I tune into Joy. Yeah. And there's so many songs that I don't know all the words to, but they're so good that they just draw me in and I'm loving the lyrics. There's yeah. something about music, really, mm-hmm. that draws the heart out. So mm-hmm. that's if, if it's one way I can participate in that to glorify God, that is the way that I'm going to do that. So yes. it's really exciting. Well, friends, I really do hope and pray that you can find rest in these next few days and that God will meet you where you're at. And like that blessing that... I just spoke over you. I just feel like those words were so rich Mm -hmm. and I just pray that they will ring true in all of our lives. Have a great week. You are listening to Renew with Rachel and Lee. Subscribe to Renew and for more podcasts on the Joy Podcast Network, please head to joyfm.ca.